it's a lovely day in Moon. And here I am sitting at the Acacia Cafe underneath the flame trees. And I have beside me Edna Rosen. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hello, everybody listening. <laughs> Hope you also have a great day. <laughs> I'm quite curious about this cafe. It's the first time I've seen it in Maun. And uh, it's actually the first time I've met Edna as well. But I have met her through her books before. I've seen her lovely cookery book, Taste of Botswana. And I'm curious, how, what, what made you decide to make this cookery book? Uh, I'm, well, uh, as you know, I've lived in Sweden for many years. And, and you know, when you live in Sweden or in Europe, uh, far away from home, you always meet people and people are curious about you. So uh, I always got the question, where come you from? <laughs> so uh, these questions throughout the years actually made me uh, want to write this book uh, to give people answers of um, who are Botswana, how do they live, how do they eat, uh, what's their culture. And now you have made the book and you sold it out and now you have to reprint it again. Yes, I have. Uh, I was uh, participating in a competition. Um, it's a French uh, uh, founder called uh, Edouard uh, Contreur, something like that. Uh, he has this uh, cookbook uh, awards uh, that is called the Gourmand Cookbook Awards. Uh, so I participated in that award in 2018 and I actually won the prize of the African Best Cookbook. Congratulations. The best African cookbook. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> yes. And now you have opened Acacia Cafe. Yes, I have. And um, actually, my book was also exhibited at uh, Nobel, Nobel House in Stockholm. Yeah, for three months. Wow. Yes. <laughs> and uh, one thing leads to another. So um, I have passion for cooking culture, music, so um, now we are at the museum with Acacia Cafe and uh, the idea is to make Acacia Cafe and the museum as a whole a cultural hub uh, because nowadays when people travel they don't only want to come and see animals, they also want to interact with people uh, to taste the food, some people are foodies so uh, they also travel to taste different foods from uh, different parts of the world. And we have seen a, a quite high demand that people come here and they say, we want to eat Setswana traditional food. Where can we find it? So the idea with the uh, Acacia Cafe is using my book as a, the, the backdrop, you know, to, to, to offer the culture uh, in uh, food, uh, music, uh, entertainment, uh, arts and crafts. Uh, the amazing uh, artist in the museum who works with different arts and crafts. So uh, we have been uh, slowed down by COVID, but uh, our intention is to, when things go to back to the new normal, that we hope uh, we'll still keep uh, our old culture of meeting and um, sharing. So we are hoping to share uh, culture, music, food 
in museum together with Acacia. Sounds like a very good idea. What sort of, do you, do you sort of put up shows here or cultural evenings or is it just uh, sort of for anybody who comes to have this cultural experience? Uh, there is already a group that is connected to the museum that is called the Poeta Vango and Poeta Vango uh, they do music, they do poetry um, and uh, all sorts of performances and they've been with the museum for many years so they are part of uh, our idea of uh, making the museum uh, and Acacia Cafe the cultural uh, hotspot of Maung. Uh, for example, uh, the past Saturday uh, it, we had an amazing evening. We had a, a local artist called Gaboliburu. Gaboliburu was here together with uh, uh, another musician from Malawi and another musician from uh, Zimbabwe and all those musicians uh, uh, met with the artists from Maung, local artists, so it just became a fantastic uh, melting pot of culture. And uh, this coming Saturday, for example, we will be having another event together with a, a couple uh, who runs a company called Gilbert's House, and it is Mandisa and uh, Ngoni, and they are bringing a um, they have a, a show called uh, three, Women of Three Traditions. So it's women playing different instruments. Uh, there are two women, one woman from Khaborone, one from Maung, and one from Mozambique. Uh, she's an Mbira player. So um, we'll be having another international uh, activity uh, on Saturday. And uh, our Saturdays are really becoming popular. So the last Saturday we were full. We had no chair left for anyone, <laughs> so people were standing. And um, we had a DJ from France, so we really want to be uh, multicultural. So not only locals, uh, people from anywhere bringing their own culture, and we collaborate. It sounds absolutely lovely. I wish I had been here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish you had been here too. It's been amazing. Kaboliburu uh, is a fantastic um, artist. He he plays um, uh, Moonspell. Uh -huh. Yes, yeah, so he's like a... What is that in English? Moonspell? Yeah, we have to the practice day. Yeah, in yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he plays Moonspell and he's got this guitar modified so he can drum on it and he's got this uh, you know that sounds like a rattlesnake on it yeah. so he's an amazing artist who can do all sorts of things by his own <laughs> uh, you have never regretted leaving sweden no no i haven't i haven't um uh, i had been in sweden for so many years so the weather was actually starting to put pressure on me i felt for every Last, the last years, I felt for every year that uh, winter was being really tough on me. <laughs> but otherwise, I still love Sweden. It's a beautiful place and uh, I just feel so privileged to have lived in Sweden for so many years. I love the Swedish people. They are friendly people and um, I've had a great time. I've learned so many things. And I always tell people that I am who I am today because of the Swedish people. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been really a pleasure and it's still my second home, you never know. Uh, I might not um, handle this, the sun 
in the future. I don't know. <laughs> then I will run back again to the winters of Sweden because the sun in Maung is also <laughs> extremely tough. <laughs> so sometimes I can feel like I really miss winter. <laughs> But the funny thing is that when I miss winter, when I go to Sweden, I feel after two weeks that no, this is too much. So, But you never know. Um, What I have learned in life is that you should never say never. So I can, life can make me go back to Sweden again. I don't know my destiny. Now I know my destiny says I should be here, but I don't know what it says tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you, Edna. <laughs> so Edna, uh, before I leave you <laughs> for the day, <clears throat> How have you uh, survived this time with COVID and no tourists? It's been extremely tough. It's been extremely tough. But uh, since we are still standing, we're surviving. Uh, and right now it's about uh, keeping the business running uh, and uh, wait for the better times. It's been tough because some people, they had to close their shops and never opened again. and. We, I don't know, maybe it's just because we don't know, we didn't know better uh, since we started in 2019, just four months before COVID. So, <laughs> so uh, I think it was an advantage because if we had been used to, 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 to make business the way it was, Uh, before COVID, then it would have been even tougher on us. But now we got on to uh, the, the, the business with the cafe during tough times. We learned how to fight from day one. And um, it's just doing your best and, and, and you know, planning, making your plans better. Uh, it's a lot of thinking, it's a lot of uh, fixing and tricksing, and uh, we are used to that now. So uh, we are happy, we have survived, mm -hmm. and uh, we are still surviving, and uh, we believe that when things get better, we will have an advantage because uh, of our background, where we come from. And has it picked up? Have you noticed anything? Yes, we have noticed... Um, a big difference since the state of emergency was lifted and all the curfews and the alcohol ban is also lifted. It just made a such a tremendous change for us. So we can breathe now, uh, even if it's tough, it's, it's much easier because we can do it breathing. But uh, with, the, with the previous situation, it was, there were some days when you wake up in the morning and you just feel like, shall I continue? I'm glad you are. <laughs> One more question. I come here and I have no idea about Botswana food. Okay? Yes. And they say, well, so what shall I eat tonight? What would you recommend? Uh, we have a plate that we call Botswana plate. Uh, it's like a, a, a platter or like a, a meza plate. We make kind of make meza plate with Botswana food. So we're giving you a taste uh, of different... Uh, foods that you eat in Botswana, it's actually almost like uh, when you have your midsummer food in Sweden, Okdoha Ulika, Smorglok, little seal hair or little potatoes. So we, I, have a, I have made a plate like that so that you get a whole picture of uh, Botswana food. And 
Uh, our food is not so much different from uh, the way we do it. It's not so much different from the Swedish way because uh, we, we, we eat the same food uh, for weddings. We eat the same food for Christmas. We eat the same food for funerals. Uh, as you see with Sweden, you, it's almost similar. Posk, Midsommar, Jul. <laughs> so it's just a few tricks here and there. So it's almost similar here. So the Botswana plate is really popular and people like it. Uh, in the Botswana plate we have the Sesua of course and then we can have um, Mabele uh, or Bale Rose as we say and that's the uh, the, 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 the Mabele uh, millet, sorghum, yeah, sorghum millet uh, mixed with the watermelon that is a food melon, not the sweet one. We have a savory one. Okay. And then uh, when we are in Maung, we have something called tree, and tree is the roots of the water lilies. Uh, you cook it together with meat, a very special dish. And then we have our maguinhas. So you have a plate full of all those little different things, and it's really popular. Uh, for example, we have a group from Safari Destinations. Uh, they, they have a tour that uh, they show people uh, a trail around Maung, and uh, one of the, their stops is here. And then they get the Botswana plate and uh, the ginger lemonade. <laughs> Are you a well-known figure now in Maun? Yes, I am. <laughs> I am, I am. I've been collaborating with a, a lot of people and uh, I've been making a whole lot of noise and that is what has been working actually. That was the greatest weapon to make a lot of noise, to make sure that we have a strong online presence. Uh, so we are posting on Facebook all the time. We are doing sponsored uh, adverts on Facebook, uh, we connecting with newspapers to write about us. Uh, for example, we are going to be uh, featured in the Getaway magazine uh, in January, and uh, that's a huge thing for us mm -hmm. because uh, all the South Africans coming for holidays in Maung when the uh, the patches uh, is a is a, a magazine that sell, sells out very quick. Uh, so um, that's those things that gives us advantage. <laughs> now I say thank you for the second time. Yes, <laughs> you are welcome for the second time. <laughs>